0: 73 years. Pretty remarkable, pretty amazing. So I asked myself, what would be an appropriate way to kick off this year's Yom Hatz M'ot special? And then yesterday, uh, and, and many of you commented on this, and I was flattered with the reaction we got to it. Uh, yesterday, I read the story, as written by uh, our good friend Phil Rosen, about his Uncle Pinchas. Remember Uncle Pinchas? We discussed him yesterday, the survivor, a Polish refugee who arrived at the age of 25 in a dreamland of his that he called Palestine. Remember, this is after he was in Siberia, in camps in Cyprus. I mean, he was of a generation, he was from a large, large group of people in our Jewish history, in our Jewish community, that could not have felt that there was much hope, that could not have could not have uh, in any way been comforted that soon after this tragedy and disaster there would be a state of Israel. Could they even believe it? Could they even believe that there would be such a thing? Uncle Pinchas, as we said yesterday, and as Phil will discuss with, uh, with us in a moment, uh, he uh, he fought hard in the War of Independence. On the last week of the war, Pinchas Rosen was gunned down in Mishmar HaYaden, He was buried holding his gun, and his last words were, a Jewish soldier never leaves his weapon. Yeah, what a lesson we learned about that. We may need that lesson, by the way, in certain parts of the world very soon. Anyway, the bottom line is that uh, if you followed the miraculous tale yesterday on the air, Pinchas Rosen, who assumed he was the only survivor of his family, was not. He didn't realize that two brothers had survived and that they have, thank God, seen generation now after generation living in the state of Israel, and living in the diaspora as well. And uh, Phil Rosen on this Yomats Mood is with us live via telephone. Phil, an absolute pleasure to welcome you on a day like today to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nelson, and thank you so much. Thank you again for reading
1: uh, the poem story I wrote uh, many years ago, but I really I appreciate it. It uh, means well, a lot to me, and it uh, means a lot to me that I'm on the show um on this what I consider holy day.
0: Well, my pleasure and it, it really uh, gave us a uh, <laughs> really an incredible um it was an incredible addition to our Yom Hazikaron program and and, and for obvious reasons. Phil, I asked you to come on toward the beginning of the show for one reason, for one reason. And that was to ask you one question. What would Uncle Pinchas say? What would he say if he knew that 73 years later, we are together, Jews around the world, not just in Israel, celebrating the most incredible state, the most amazing land, the most advanced country in the world, an absolute world leader and superpower in any category that you and I could bring up in this conversation? What would Uncle Pinchas say?
1: it's not believable it's clearly you know way out of the realm of anything anybody ever imagined um, the fact that I, I was reading this morning um i guess it still is morning right
0: sure um, i was reading
1: <laughs> i was reading this morning an article in one of the israeli newspapers about the um the miracle that's israel i, I write every few years um a uh, little column called Why I Love Israel. We're on Part 10 now or whatever it is, but um, little things that just mean so much. But this article went into full detail about um, about what Israel has achieved, and, um, and it talks specifically about what it achieved in the last year during the pandemic when the world was shut down. Um, the entire world was shut down and uh, Israel was able to achieve, you know, four peace treaties with countries that, uh, that had never um, even thought about um, being close to Israel. They achieved vaccination of almost the entire population in record time. They achieved so much. They achieved dozens of companies Um, becoming public at high, ridiculously high valuations. Um, They achieved the fact that uh, Iran um, probably fears Israel more than it fears any other country in the world. It achieved the fact that um, some of the countries, the reason why they're entering into peace treaties or non-aggression pacts, the ones that haven't yet come around, a peace treaty is because they look at Israel as a defender. It's um it's amazing that the United States, whether on purpose or for other reasons, is not the number one defender of the countries in that area against the attack and the aggression of Iran.
0: And everything you so, just said they've achieved uh-huh. from a position of strength. Which is also remarkable.
1: Yep. Exactly right. And I think that uh, you know that's it's what leaders like Menachem Begin always, you know, directed us to do. He always said that from strength uh, will come Israel. Remember, many years ago when Begin was speaking to the, House, to the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, he basically said those exact same words to, uh, to Joe Biden, who at that time was the chair of the Foreign Relations Committee, um, and obviously is now the president of the United States. And it's something that, uh, you know, when I speak to Israeli government officials, the first thing I tell them is just remember, Menachem Begin gave you direction. He told you which which way you,
0: you should go. You know, it's funny. So. I, th- I thought of Begin when I read the quote from your uncle about a Jewish soldier never leaves his weapon. If there's one thing Begin ba- taught us, and really that whole generation that fought in the War of Independence and that uh, on whose shoulders the state of Israel was built, including your uncle, if there's one thing they taught us, it's that enough is enough. Jews are no longer going to uh, uh, bow to the enemy. Jews are no longer going to be led to the slaughter after the tragedy of Europe and after, after uh, seeing what the Jewish people have endured for, uh, for all these, uh, uh, all these generations and centuries, enough. Is enough and sure enough that's the attitude your uncle's attitude is the one that built the land and the one that built the state because no longer yep. are we going to worry about um, about what the uh, about what the enemy does we're going to be there to make sure that they are uh, unable uh, to annihilate to, to, uh, to, to achieve their their goal to annihilate the Jewish people it will not happen uh, anymore in this exactly. generation and that's why exactly. I say, that's why when I ask you what would Uncle Pincha say today I, I think that, in addition to it being unbelievable, and 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 you know who 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 could have envisioned as he's trying to survive and unfortunately is uh, is gunned down in the in the last days of the war. Uh, in, in addition to to all of that, in terms of um, you know who can believe that the state has gotten to this point, I think he he would say I am proud to see that Jews are ready to stand up for themselves. I am proud to see yeah. that that Jews have been there both physically and diplomatically and politically and in every which way that Jews are, are ready, like you said in the in the, um, in the the shadow of Begin, uh, to, uh, to stand up, to stand up and be full of Jewish pride and be prideful that we've built the state of Israel the way we have.
1: Exactly. I think, you know, my uncle, um, when he was back in Poland, um, he was in a Beitar group. That was led by Menachem Begin. So I am positive wow. that um, he's feeling very proud
0: today. And what is it like? We said this yesterday because it's part of your piece. What is it like knowing that future generations visit him, visit his gravesite, visit him on a regular basis?
1: Um, he's got to be very, very, very happy, very proud. His um, yesterday, obviously I wasn't able to make it, but two right. years ago. And a bunch of other years, I made it to his graveside, which is in Sfat. Um, But yesterday, my brother, who lives in Israel, and his son and uh, one of my nieces went to the grave and and were there for the ceremony. And it's powerful. It's one of the most powerful events I've ever been at, is to be at the graves of a soldier during Yom Hazikaron. It's the, really just an amazing thing.
0: The sacrifices that have been made. And every you look around, you look around
1: and you see people of all different generations mourning, um, their soldiers. And it's, it's mesmerizing.
0: Just incredible. Really, Well, we are obviously we're dedicating today's celebration to uncle Pinchas, as you probably assumed. And, uh, Thank you. I, I thank you for joining us and your story, meaning, you. m- meaning the Rosen family story, where where the assumption was there's nobody left, uh, and now you know generations have flourished. Is is the true story of Jewish history, and it's uh, the miracle of Jewish history, and it's the celebration today of uh, modern Jewish history. Thank you Jewish so history. much.
1: This is means a lot to me, and it, it means a lot to all of us. But I really appreciate it. You know, this is. Um, it's It's a sad story, yeah, but it's a beautiful, miraculous story, and the fact that generations after are still you know paying tribute is pretty amazing yesterday after your show, I would say probably twenty cousins wrote <laughs> to me about Uncle
0: Pinchas. <laughs> it's funny and uh there and by the way, we should point out the obvious there are a lot of uncle Pincles out there. There are a lot of people in that are. generation who gave their life for this, for the eventual state of Israel and who, thank God, have either children, grandchildren, or nieces and nephews and great-nieces and great-nephews who are now flourishing in the land, and we should remember that as well. It's not just one Uncle Pinchas, it's one, he, no, your relative. there's thousands, who there's rep- thousands. Right, we have, uh,
1: in the same cemetery, is uh, buried a close friend of ours who was killed at 19 years old. Um, in the uh, Lebanon War. Um, his name is Noam Yehuda, um, and his father, for a year or two, was um, the principal of North Shore Hebrew Academy, and his brother was a very close friend of mine. He was the younger brother, and um, he's buried in the same cemetery, so we're able to, every time we go for Yom Azikaron, we're able to uh, stand together Um when the uh, when the sound is made, um, you know the the, the sound siren, that yeah. uh, brings us all to silence.
0: Yeah, the sacrifices continued and unfortunately continue even after the establishment of the state. Phil Rose and I thank you. Uh, we dedicate today's Yom Atzimut celebration. Yeah, it's a little bit somber. This conversation, folks, we get that, but there is a transition between Yom Zikaron and Yom Atzimut, and now uh, we are in Yom Atzimut mode and wishing Israel a happy seventy third birthday. Um, uh, on this incredible Israel Independence Day. Phil Rosen, thank you. And Chag Sameach, Mo'adim L'simcha, Le Shlema.
1: Amen, amen. Thank you so much, and have a happy Yom Atzmud, everybody. Chag Sameach.
0: All dedicated to Uncle Pinchas. Thursday morning broadcast, it's Yom Atzmud, everybody, here at JM and the AM.